Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Get right to the romance and find the way to wow this Valentine's with 1-800-Flowers.com. From classic roses and bouquets to decadent chocolate-covered berries, gourmet treats, and more. Surprise your Valentine with 1-800-Flowers.com. Right now, get the 18-stem Enchanted Rose Medley for $39.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for $10 more. Go to 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. Mirror man, mirror man, you twist and turn my mind until I don't know who I am. Mirror man. Good morning and welcome to the first edition of the Arsenal Opinion Podcast. Uh, well, not the first edition, first edition of the season. I fucked that up. Uh, uh, today, I'm here with none other than Dan. Hello. Didn't want to give away your surname then, just in case people stalk you on the I think, internet. I think they all know it already. Harass you on LinkedIn. See what you're up to. Email your, email your new boss. They'll come for you. They'll come for you. Um, so, how are you doing, Dan? Are you good? I'm good. I'm great. How are you? Uh, I'm great. I'm great. How are you feeling about the Arsenal at the minute? I'm um, pretty excited, actually. Yeah, we're doing things, making moves. How did you feel about Arsenal precisely three weeks ago? <laughs> Terrible. Awful. What happened? What happened? Big Raul came Raul, through. Raul, man. He's letting those nuts swing. I was, what's up. I was watching um, the, the trailer for that new Scorsese film, The Irishman, and I was half expecting Raul to burst into the room <laughs> and kneecap somebody and then put his cigar out yeah, in throw, their eye. throw a bag on Jimmy Hoffa's head and drag him into a van. He's a bad guy. If, you, if, yeah, definitely. If you were cast in one of your one of your fancy adverts that you do and you had a role for a Spanish bad guy and you rolled Raul in there, someone has said, look, that's, that's, a, that's a bit too on the nose. Let's mate. not do a racist. Feels, feels a bit racist right now. But the, the, gravelly, the, the gravelly spoken Spaniard is just doing all the things that Arsene Wenger wouldn't do. And it looks pretty exciting. A little bit dodgy. A little bit weird. Very. The um, the uh, the offering three times as much to his family and agents as Napoli 
um, sounds bad when you consider what the Italian clubs are like. But this is what we wanted, though, right? Yeah. We, we, when you make a, a deal with the devil, if you're willing to do it, you know. And it, it, it's paid off, right? Is, isn't this amazing? Like, Arsenal fans are so fucking moralistic, uh, high and mighty, sanctimonious um, when we're not getting deals done and there's something to, you know, like, oh, we're Arsenal class. Now we're not Arsenal class. <laughs> You're like, I don't care. I don't care. As long as, as long as there are sweet announcements on the Arsenal Twitter feed, as long as there's excitement in the stadium, I don't really care how it gets done. <laughs> Like, it's all corrupt at the end of the day, right? Yeah, it's very corrupt. You're right. I mean, and I'm, I don't mean I'm, illegally I'm corrupt. Yeah. I don't mean illegally corrupt. I just mean morally corrupt. <laughs> I, morally mean, I mean elite, straight up illegal shit happening. I mean, look at... Come on. Look at everywhere else, right? Yeah. It's it's definitely... Look at uh, football leaks, man. There's there's dodgy shit going on everywhere, so... But, I'm, uh, I mean, I'm excited about being, like, a grimy club. I mean, you don't want to go too hard and, like ruin that sheen of the uh of the arsenal but i don't know i'm kind of into it that's that's how the game's played i'm i'm excited just for you know at least to try it out let's try out some uh dodgy backroom deals so far it's kind of fun right if if we were doing dodgy backroom deals for park chu young or mikhail silvestra or ever banega i think i'd be concerned but whatever you have to do to get nicholas pepe over the line you You've got to fucking do it, right? Yeah, you've got to pay the agent, right? Yeah, you've, you've got, got you've got, got to pay, pay the, the agent. Yeah. If if Mino Raiola is out there charging eighteen million a, a transfer, and all the big clubs are dealing with him for his players, then you know, it, it, like it's gross and it you know feels like fan money going out the window. But I don't think fans give a shit as long as what they see out on the pitch is great. If you go back to the last time we raided Lille, Chelsea bought Eden Hazard, and we got Jovino. <laughs> And the only consolation that we could take from that deal was that Eden Hazard said the best player at that point in time that he'd ever played with was Jovino. Eden Hazard, not a great scout. Not, not a great not scout. A great not going to work out. I wouldn't put him in my top five scouts personally. Just me. So why don't we rewind back? Because the summer was going very badly. And there are a few elements to our bad summer. Firstly, the Edu deal wasn't announced until well into the transfer window. Um, we didn't seem to be able to move on any players. Uh, there were a lot of press stories about Arsenal lowballing clubs with like ridiculous instalment plans over mm. 20, 30 years. Then the Arsenal fans, we care, do you care protest came out and then stuck it to the KSE group and said, do you care? Josh Kroenke rolls out slicked hair looking amazing looking looking every inch uh the trust fund kid that you'd wanna you'd wanna be he he's richie rich but 35 man in the rams t-shirt that guy no i'm talking when he when he's when he set up for the um when he's when he set up for his press conference post the 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 the, you know the bollocking that he got from the fans and the media he looked particularly slick and particularly smug but maybe that's because he knew what was going on because what I don't understand is that them Raul and Edu did the fan Q&A and took an absolute spanking by a lot of the fans. Like They were shocked from everything that you can read. And I, I can imagine it can get quite rowdy at those mm-hmm. things. Um, and then literally two days later, they dropped Pepe on us. Zaha deal, a no-go. Pepe, 
Sabios, is that how you say it? That's right. Um, Saliba, Tierney, perhaps. They're in Barcelona right now, hopefully thrashing out Coutinho, but I doubt that. It's probably going to be Umtiti because he's got a busted knee and signing to... I'll take it. I'll take it, man. But so, so what does um, what does this say about the 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 strategy? We've spoken a lot about the vision, the future of the club, where we're going. I was writing about Dortmund plus plus, um, like uh, in January. Uh, some people were talking about a Bayern Munich model. Some people were talking about <laughs> like a Portsmouth model because that's what it started to look like when we brought in Dennis Suarez. <laughs> now the dust is starting to settle. How do you see the vision? Well, I think, like we said, I'm excited that we've become um, a somewhat dodgy club willing to do the deals with the the power players in the game that control the flow of top talent. But you don't want to go too far at the same time. Like It's still still concerning that we bin Sven immediately because there goes all your plan to bring in, you know, the the unidentified next wave of top talent, you know, guys like uh, Ganduzi coming up, you know, so... It's 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 a little it's weird because like you think we're 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 making the necessary change that we need to as a club to take a step forward and not be treading water fucking forever. But we it seems like we had one plan and immediately shifted and gave up on it. Waited for Raul to come in, waited for him to hire a do, and then made a bunch of deals. Yeah, because ultimately, when uh, when the stardust settles, if it looks like the future model of Arsenal is contacts based that's that's not scalable in in the sense on maybe scalable is the wrong term uh, it's it's not future proof like you're relying on it's, good luck it's high risk yeah trustworthy agents um and not being sold a big dud um right you don't want to become united and just get taken for a ride yeah you have I, to I was told this story by a, by, a, by a friend back in Essex where his dad told it to me and he's telling me about the, a, a, con, a con that you do, that, they were, that the people were doing in, in East London. He taught you a con? Yeah, you, well, you, you find a guy who's, who's a bit dim and uh, right. you say, yeah. I've, got ten, I, I've got this, this load of m- mattresses that are coming in. If you give me 10 grand, I'll turn that into 20. So... Um, you, you get the 10, you turn it into 20. Then you come back and you say, if you give me 20, I'll turn it into 40. The guy's like, fuck, this is free money. So he gives you the 20, turns it into 40. And then he comes back the last time, says, if you give me 60, I'm going to turn it into 120. Guy sells his house, gets his life savings over, then they run away with the money. So it's mm. like for for every for every Nicholas Pepe like <laughs> is is there a Alexis Sanchez so, so what you're saying is we're going to buy Zaha for 160 million next year I, I don't know I don't know I just I, I just don't like the um, I, I look, look I love fucking great players and I'm not going to moan about it I think the Saliba deal is very forward thinking yes um, that's true I, I don't know whether the Saliba deal is a is that a Raul thing or is that, uh, you know, leftovers left from, over on the list? Leftover yeah. from they, they Sven. Hack, hack that Excel sheet and find it all this. Well, I guess we own that. Yeah, because oh. <laughs> that, that one smells yeah. of, um, that's Sven Mislin's hat. So maybe that's a hangover. But it would, it would be nice to think, it would be like, nice to think that maybe Raul had to activate against contacts because money's tight. And then there, was, there wasn't a clean handover between 
I mean, Edu's taking over a new role completely, but there hasn't been a clean handover, and maybe Edu settles in. Like, he's either going to work with um, is Kagayo, I don't know how you say it, um, or he's going to bring in his own scout and then set up his own approach because just relying on deals, I don't think is sustainable. I think it opens you up to um, a whole world of dodginess. And plus, like, it's... It, you don't want to always be spending 80 million on a player. You want to be finding people like Pepe when he's 12 million euros. So, uh, so yeah. So whilst there's a lot of excitement um, about the players, I hope that that's not our future plan. But it does, the way that our approach, if you look at it, kind of feels a little bit by Munich, you know, buying like we sign Saliba and loan him out. That's Serge Gnabry couple of seasons ago um we are sniffing around the the bins of the top european clubs uh james rodriguez from real to bayern last season and then we go going big on a player that we think is a is a 75 percent bet which is leroy sane so is it is it is it the model that ivan gazidis yeah. promised us did, so did gazidis keep his word yeah oh, did he keep his my word god yeah, so he, he he pulled like a Kaiser Soze on us, didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> the, but the thing is, it really it, from a, from a business perspective, like it, it completely makes sense that we're making these investments. But from a from an Arsenal perspective, it really has to work this season. Like d- top four can't. <laughs> yeah, it's good. We can't. can't be, we can't we really can't defer that any longer, can we? Because Sven Mislintat came in. And his brief was let's let's gun hard. We we've got an opportunity to get into the Champions League in the next five months. Let's gun let's gun hard. Got rid of Sanchez, uh, tied Ozil down to a deal. Brought in Mkhitaryan, Aubameyang. Did we bring in anybody else? I don't know. Um, anyway, we we spent a shit ton of money in January. Then we missed out, um, and then we sacked Wenger. And then we spent 80 million last year and we missed out again. Mm-hmm. And now it looks like we've spent, <laughs> you know, the best part of another 100 million yeah. this summer. Like we can't Although keep have we, have we spent that? Because it seems like all the deals, even even though they're, you know, large in scope, wasn't Pepe's deal, for example, set out over five-year installments or something like that? Yes, yes, that's true. That's true. So, but, 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 but even so, we are yeah. we, we are even not so, yeah. we are not spending money money like we've be been in though. Europa League for a while. But yeah. on the on the positive side of things, Spurs are having. I know they've got a great squad, but they're kind of stuttering. United's purchases haven't exactly been exciting. Dybala is apparently a no go. Um, they've got rid of Lukaku for Mandzukic, thirty three <laughs> years old. I mean, yeah, and on. I mean, I, I like Manzu better than Lukaku, but still, like, yeah, thirty-three years old. Come on, yeah. I mean, I'd like although they they got a uh, what's his name, Juan Bissaka, right? Juan Bissaka is a great signing, but uh, and they've got Mike Phelan as an assistant, so um, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer will be will be giving some help. But and Chelsea have got Frank Lampard, and he wasn't he wasn't blown out of the park with Derby last year. And I know that I, I, you know. I know that I was very pro uh, Mikel Arteta, but I think that Mikel Arteta will it will be proven that he has a lot more pedigree than Frank Lampard when mm. whenever he does get a job in the game. So it's uh, but it it feels like top four is attainable this season. 
And if Spurs continue their form in the back half of last season uh, into the new season, things could be difficult. And Pochettino doesn't, well, uh, doesn't well, sound happy. They've, they've just won a trophy, Pete. I know. They've just won the Audi... The Audi, the Audi Cup. The yeah. Audi Ball, something like that. Did you read Lucas Moura's... Yeah, he was so he excited. Was, yeah, yeah. That, I don't think there was anyone he's, that he didn't I mean, he's, thank he's, for he's that. never seen it, you know? You give a homeless man a nickel, it's exciting. I saw a, I saw what looked like somebody a Spurs fan had got a tattoo of it. I hope that that wasn't real, but it wouldn't <laughs> would surprise you though. It wouldn't surprise you. Absolute small time behavior. I could see it. So we're so so we're going big. Um, so let's go through let's go through what's what's happened and let's talk through the transfers. Uh, so Danny uh, Ceballos, tell me about Danny Ceballos. What are we to expect this season? from the technical Spaniard. Oh, good, thanks. I think this is a, a great signing. Even though it's a loan, I mean, you, it's still, uh, uh, I think, an instant improvement in midfield. You've got a great technical player. He's the type of guy that can carry the ball around. He's great at getting fouled, that sort of thing. So we, we've we definitely been lacking that, I think. We, we have an issue, like, carrying the ball in general. We've got great passers, but we, we don't have, you know, we don't have the flair. We don't have the ability to to juke guys, you know, uh, advance the ball that way. Aside from really Awobi, I guess, is the only guy that could do that sort of thing. So I, I think that's a terrific pickup for a central midfield. And again, even though it's a loan, you never know what happens in the future. You know, Madrid buys huge players every fucking year. Like, you, you never know. Maybe he'll want to stay if it works out. We'll see. What do you think? Uh, yeah, ag- agree. I was watching the first half of the Barcelona game today and we when we get boxed when we get boxed we had a good game to, we had you know a fairly good first half today but when we get boxed in there's no one to 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 turn and go past players kind of feel like Alex Oxlade Chamberlain was gone too soon because he 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 could have been that that sort of player um but Ceballos is is better technically yeah he's, he's great he's got that almost like Cazorla-esque ability to to uh handle the game you know to be in control when he needs to and I'm hoping that he's got a bit of a chip on his shoulder as well getting pushed out by Madrid mm-hmm. can't be great when, especially when you're Spanish and you know you've, you've had some good years there and like Zidane's back and you've got all of that excitement so I'm, yeah. I'm hoping that he's going to play he seemed to have like, a major falling out with Zidane too so I, I think yeah. he'll be excited to prove himself as well yeah and I, I completely agree with you on the point that just even if he does have a great season with Arsenal Madrid don't always bring back the players that deliver the goods. They like they 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 like the saucy signings, don't they? They do. they like the hot sauce. So they're addicted to it, man. Yeah. So if if it's the uh, lifestyle, you know. Yeah. Once, once you get that in you. So we think that that's a good signing. We're excited about that. Yes, a plus signing. Do you think he's a better player technically than Aaron Ramsey? Ooh, yeah, I think so. Definitely. Although, I mean, I, no, no disrespect to Aaron, who I think is a, a wonderful player. Um, I think as far as like his, his on-ball technique is, is superior, though, you got to say. So the only thing really that we've got to watch out for with Ceballos is that sometimes it takes Spanish players three or four months to get used <laughs> to the league. And in that time, sometimes the butchers can really put them off. <laughs> But I think that, again, I think that's a positive side of this game because he's one of those guys that, that's great at kind of manipulating the ball in space and getting guys to just clatter him and picking up a, a foul. 
So I think it'll work out for him. You know, hopefully they don't clatter him too hard. Zaha versus yeah. Palace. He's going to be doing a man marking yeah. job, <laughs> kicking him all over the place. Okay, so we're we're happy with that. Uh, Nicolas Pepe. Pepe. What what are we what are we to expect with this guy? Is he oh, is he man. as good as the hype reels suggest? I hope so, man. My my only concern would be that he comes from France, which is always a bit of a red flag. But come on, this guy this guy is box office. This is a big signing. This is this is like praise the Lord. I can't believe we have actually done this sort of signing, right? Yeah, I, I, but I don't think coming from the French league is a red flag anymore. You don't like, think th- so? No, I mean, th- th- look at how I think, much... I think France is still definitely the weakest of the big leagues. But You but, think? But you're right. Lots of talent does emerge from there. I think, you, I think the top three leagues are Spain, England, and France. I think, more, I think more talent comes out of France than it does Italy nowadays, mm. don't you think? France over Germany, too? <sighs> I mean, like... I mean, it's not, like, there's not much in it. I don't think, like, like purely, purely for the type of talent. The talent coming out, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Dembele came out of France to go to Germany, and right, then and right. then he moved. But I, I, th- I think, I think there's less risk than buying from somewhere like Holland. Say, yeah, for sure. So uh, I think I think this is a, I think this is a great signing. He's got power, pace, acceleration. He can drop deep. He can be the last man. Uh, he can play out wide. He can move centrally. Like he's six foot uh, as well, and he doesn't. He like he's quite rakish, but he can definitely he definitely uses his body weight really well. I think he's going to get the shit kicked out of him <laughs> for the first few months. I yeah. think people are really going to go for him. But uh, you know the I, Ivorians I, I, settle I, yeah. in at Arsenal, I, I, right? I think that's an ass he, in. Yeah, in a similar way as we just spoke about with Ceballos, he's he's so like smart and tricky on the ball that he he just like drives defenders mad. And I I think he's like he's he's perfect in that regard because we've been missing someone that's amazing on the ball right now. Um, and and can uh, he he's interesting because he can both kind of create and he can finish. Like he's got what was it like fourteen non penalty goals this season, and he's he's got something like eleven assists. That's pretty amazing. That's pretty like unique for a player to excel in both areas. His production levels. Uh, he he gets a a goal or an assist every one hundred and five minutes. Um, Dybala last season was um, a contribution every one hundred and eighty eight minutes. Mm, Although peak Dybala the season before was 102 right, yeah. or something. But like, needless to say, uh, Wilfred Zaha, 155 minutes per contribution. Mm-hmm. And I know he plays in a, in a less inspired team in a harder league, but what's he, four, four, three, four years older? Um, Zaha. Yeah, so, I think I think Zaha's 26 right now. I want to say. Yeah, 26. And Pepe's still 23. No. Yeah, there or there. Or maybe he's 24. Um, whatever it is, I think we. Yeah. I think we've got. A, whatever, yeah, I think we've got a good deal. Still in his absolute prime, and like coming into the peak of his powers. So. Yeah, and, and people. Time. I, I I think he is the most exciting player we've signed in a decade, and I wow. tell you, I tell you why. Because Ozil didn't want to come to Arsenal. <laughs> he was fucking shoved off the, but, but off remember the side that, of the Remember boat. the day when he did sign, though? That was like the, the most excited I can remember the entire fan base being. 
Uh, I just... Uh, I, I was excited because he was Urzel, but did, I think you like, have like a recency bias here. Because maybe it hasn't worked out how we we've all wanted, or to the fullest extent at least. But when 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 Ozil was announced, it was like mayhem. There was people posted outside the stadium, like celebrating. It was just like it was like a, a pure joy across the spectrum. I I just couldn't get hyped about a player that was taken off after 60 minutes because he couldn't hack it. <laughs> you know, a player that Mourinho called a coward in the dressing room. But no, I, 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 know that, I know that he is an incredible talent and he's given us some fun moments, but he didn't want to move, that's for sure. Um, and I, the last minute nature of it kind of, I don't know. I mean, he, he's, he, he, you know, he, he got a good deal. He won some FA Cups with us. I, I was actually more excited by Alexis Sanchez. Yeah, that but, was fun. But again, a player that was moved out of Barcelona <laughs> because mm-hmm. he was selfish. Right. And uh, he proved to be selfish at Arsenal, although incredibly effective <laughs> during his time. But he was, he for, was a more exciting yeah, player. For a time, it was a great type of selfishness. But Nicolas Pepe is the sort of player that I expected to end up at Liverpool... Manchester City yeah, or PSG. You, yeah, you, right? you'd expect Liverpool to snap him up. But yeah, the only other player I'd say up there for me was when we signed Aubameyang. It's, it's just because on a personal level, he's one of those strikers that I'd always really loved his game and admired. And like, when, you know, it's like that. And he wanted we're, to come. We're, we're, a bit, we're a bit older and more cynical now, I, I think it's fair to say. But you have that like, that childhood sense of your favorite guy is coming to your team. And it's just like, it's like Christmas, you know, and he should have been an Arsene Wenger signing. You could tell that Wenger was losing his prowess. We should have picked him up when like 10 years before, if he was at San Etienne, we would have picked him up. But I, I, yeah, he was a very excited signing um, because you knew that he was going to get goals. And Mm -hmm. also there, there weren't a lot of players at Arsenal that you could really, not that I relate to Aubameyang, like, oh, I see a bit of myself in him. But oh, I do. Yeah. I, yeah. The, the gold-plated you know, cars, you don't... <laughs> yeah. But you know you want to see joy in your players, yeah, don't you? You want to see yeah. him enjoying He's a fun himself. guy. I know that, I know that it's, like, Arsenal fans are a little, you know, we get a bit embarrassing when we're like, oh, uh, Lacazette and Aubameyang bromancing, isn't it? Isn't oh, it amazing? It. But fuck it. Like, it is nice <laughs> to see players, like, bantering with each other and having fun and looking like they're enjoying their day-to-day. Especially for a club where the criticism is often that there's there's a, a lack of a mentality or there's no culture in the club. To see guys like that, like, both excelling, performing, and fucking enjoying themselves is great to see. Yeah, two yeah. two strikers as well. Yeah, you know, two like stri- yeah, uh, they should be at each other's necks, special. but they're they're against all odds best friends. So moving on to the only centre back that we've signed this summer, who will be immediately loaning back uh, to San Etienne, William Saliba. Yes, another another exciting one, just because um, you know he's what is he eighteen still nineteen now maybe. Uh, 18, 19 years old. Yeah, we're not very accurate with the ages on the no. show, but you know, around there, I assure you. But yeah, um, exciting because he's he's a guy that's got great frame and attributes, and I think that's that's like the the biggest key when you're looking for an up and coming center half. You know, is is he he can learn the skills, but it, it, the place he's starting from, like the physically and like um, just ability wise on a baseline level is, is like amazing. And to be able to like get into, I know I just uh, 
shit talk the French league, but to be able to get into like um, your team as as a 18 or 19 year old, even though he's only appeared maybe I think half the games or so. Even so, like that's pretty amazing, and that speaks to a lot of promise. What if he played 12 games and kept eight clean sheets? Was it that? Well, Some, something like that's that. That's pretty good. He, yeah, I, I think he. I think he played less than eight games. Although, but, fun fact, I just I was just watching uh, the other day some uh, Pepe highlights, and it was great to see. In one, he he uh, he uh, bamboozled uh, Saint Etienne, and you look and it's uh, oh, that's Saliba right there getting taken for a ride. Great. <laughs> <laughs> you, you love to see it. No, no, I think uh, it's, it's fine. It's and I also fine. think a year in the French League again is going to be good for him. I, yeah. I, I, am, I am wondering to myself whether he's going to be ready to come back next year. You don't think so? Think- well, if he's you know, 19, 20 years old, there aren't many centre-backs in world football that can play first team center back for arsenal at that age you know that's fair but it's kind of a but, but he but he, on his trajectory like you think he i mean and and honestly on our center back trajectory which is a straight line down to hell i think he could come in and do a job i hope so yeah. i mean <laughs> like we we're, we're due we don't really have any other yeah, we're, options yeah we're due an epic yeah. center back that's for sure so we're happy with him and also this this signing is exciting because it says something about Arsenal. It says that uh, we're going to take big risks when we believe in them. Right. Wenger never would have sanctioned thirty million for an eighteen-year-old. And if you truly believe in that talent and you've done your due diligence, you've got to go there because mm-hmm. that thirty million pound player is a hundred and twenty million pound player in, in this, you know, in this in, bananas market. Definitely. Yeah, in three years' time. So. Yeah. But yeah, you never know if it'll work, but it looks like it should. And if it does, it, it just makes us look smart, you know? It, it, yeah. So uh, again, bigger and bolder. Raul's man. <laughs> Raul. Raul. <laughs> Raul. <laughs> uh, okay. Next one, slightly tougher. Um, uh, Gabriel Martinelli. Oh, Martinelli. What, what were you? I don't know what that, I don't really know what to think here. He's, he's exciting, he's an athlete. Uh, yeah. He's fucking quick. They've named him Apple Juice after him over here. He's doing really well. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, no, uh, I, I haven't uh, really watched him because I've seen uh, very little of the Arsenal preseason, to be honest with you all. But I don't know. He's uh, judging by the highlights. He looks like he looks like one of those guys that's kind of has has he's either on or off and he's kind of like at full power the whole time. Like he loves to like run, which is great. You love to see that for uh, for a young kid. Um, I haven't, I haven't like, uh, I can't evaluate him technique wise because I haven't really seen anything. But I don't know. Have you? He's rough around the edges. Yeah, he's very rough around the edges. But he he moves with the ball very quickly. I mean, obviously, his decision making. How did we is... find this kid? By the way, where did he come from? I don't How, know. I'd did, imagine is this like some guy that Edu emailed about? I I wouldn't be surprised. I, I think the Arsenal still have contact with Dick Law. In South America, oh, yeah, Dick Law sounds like he's running from the law. Uh, uh, yeah, he's and um, in, incognito. And Edu obviously got his ear close to the ground. A law must have changed for us to be able to pick up a young Brazilian that's not capped. I, I must not have kept ahead of that. Well, someone someone said he's got a, an Italian passport. Apparently, oh really? You know, I thought, they were, do- I thought a, they were doing a European. racism there because he's got a, a, you know an Itai last name. You know, but 
maybe he really does have some, I, th- I guess some of his uh, parentage, maybe a grandparent or something like that. I, I have no idea, but I guess, I guess he does like carry an Italian passport. So that's how we were able to actually incorporate him. Right. I love all the hot takes as well. Uh, so-and-so who watches Brazilian football says, this might be the one. <laughs> like Wellington Silva, like Carlos Vela, like goes on and on and on and on. Uh, but anyway, the point is that he looks exciting and he's an athlete. And after watching uh, Mkhitaryan in this preseason, honestly, a bag of potatoes out <laughs> on the wing is uh, is a better option. Yeah, poor guy, man. Is it time to go out to pasture? He, it really is. He, he's slow. He looks uninterested. Needs a, it needs, a, it needs a move back to Armenia. Or, or no. <laughs> um, okay, so what have we got next? Uh, We've got the TPC category. TP, not TPC, TBC. We haven't signed a centre-back. Our, our transfer strategy so far appears Yikes. to be attack is the best form of defence. Well, let me tell you, after watching Arsenal versus Barcelona in the second half, I can inform you that that notion is not going to play out well this season. <laughs> so let's run through the shit show that is our defence. We have not signed a new backup goalkeeper. Mm. Uh, Koscielny is on strike. We've got, a, we've, got, we've got two goalkeepers. Like, Do you need three goalkeepers? You don't need three goalkeepers. Let's be real. You don't need three goalkeepers. Would you so, be... Ha- of, are you, are we are happy with yeah. Emi Martinez? I don't know. Why not? Who cares? All right. Okay. It's keepers, man. It's we'll, keep... we'll come back to that later yeah, in the we'll season if we get. <laughs> yeah, look. When, when, yeah. when he does Mark, Mark, Yeah, take a timestamp right now because guaranteed something catastrophic will happen. Leonard does his cruciate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we've got, uh, yeah, Kishoni's on strike. Mustafi loves his contract, doesn't want to go. We've got Socrates, Socrates, however you say it. Not very good with Papa. Papi. <laughs> hey, Papi. No, he's, no, he's, he's a good defender. He's not a great defender. Rob Holding's coming back from a very serious injury. Who else? Cal? Who? Oh, no. R.I.P. Cal. Sorry. Who else? Yeah, who else is around? No one. Oh, no, yeah. Chambers is still here. Didn't look very good tonight. Oh, he's still here. What's he been relegated with is two clubs? Is he playing again? Well, he was playing today. Jenkinson is our is is our right back. Uh, Ooh, he's he's around. He's still around. I mean, not. I mean, he's Maitland Niles is our right back. Then left back is Nacho and Kalasanak. The defense hasn't changed, and Unai Emery isn't exactly a whiz when it comes to improving defenses. Over three seasons, it's severe. He averaged 49 goals a season. He took over a rock-solid uh, defence at PSG that had only conceded 19 goals. He moved to 27 and then 29 the seasons after. He took over from Arsene Wenger. It was impossible not to improve on conceding <laughs> 51 goals. And he pretty consistently conceded uh, you know, over a goal mm. a game all season for... Um, not great. For Arsenal. So... What's he going to do? I mean, do do we think the signing Tierney, who tell us what his injury is? Uh, I believe it was osteoitis. I want to say is that a is that a real affliction? Whatever it is, Adrian Clark, the guy who does the tactics on Arsenal dot com, said he had it, and it took a year. 
a year. A oh year God. to get rid of. I think yeah, I'd read a month or two of uh, inaction, but wow, a year is crazy. Papers responding. He, he's in chronic pain every time he cricks the ball. Well, he's got yeah. He's got the I guess some hernia issues still. So mm. feels, yeah. feels like we're buying. All right, but, Kieran Diaby. Over but here. all right, he's got an injury history. But on the upside, the guy is twenty two. I want to say that's inaccurate. Is that one accurate? Twenty two. I think you got yeah, that one right. I think I've got that one right. Uh, the guy's only 22, so hopefully he can bounce back from that. And would you say, is it, is, is this, why is this news coming out now? Like, I have to, I have to assume that Celtic is just um, trying to make the fans feel a little better about losing a, a good player, right? Maybe, maybe they're just trying to muddy the waters here and make, f- make people uh, un, unsure how they feel. Well, a, f- a friend gave the conspiracy theory. The Arsenal are slowing up the deal because they don't want to pay the wages of an injured player. So, what do you think about that? What do you think? Are we uh, are we just slowing up the deal, or is there is there a deeper concern that maybe the club's a bit worried about signing a left back that's crocked? Are we signing Abu uh, Abu Diaby Mark Two? <laughs> I mean, let's hope not, man. The guy, the guy is twenty-two years old. I think he can he can rebound. Hopefully, it's not chronic injuries for real. Maybe it's. I'm sure he was run ragged and he needs a lot of time to recover. But like at the end of the day, I think like you you have to think Celtic just know that they're they're losing a nice asset and they don't want the fans to be too upset about it. So they're probably just casting doubts over it, don't you think? Yeah, and he, uh, he's had one bad season of injuries, and there are a lot of bad injuries that have cropped up. But the, the two seasons before, he was dropping serious amounts of minutes, and that's probably why he's suffering right now. So hopefully, it's just a case of some good rehabilitation. But to 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 make sure that we hedge our defensive bets, it seems that Raul is gunning for none other than Umtiti, who also has a chronic knee injury as well. So what what's going on here? I don't like this deal. It makes me feel really uncomfortable. Uh, it, it's Imagine how his knee feels. I know, I know. But you don't take somebody with a chronic knee injury and say, you know what I think could solve this? Premier League. <laughs> like Premier League, the no wins a break. That's what's going to solve this. Like, is there, what? where is the value in signing a player that expensive, whether it's a loan or whether it's a purchase, if he's not going to be on the field all the time? The value is that we don't have anyone reliable to be on the field at all right now, besides maybe Papa, who's okay. But the level of Umtiti when when he's on is like, this is like a world-class World Cup player. You know, he's so high above anything we have at the moment. Wouldn't you take that risk? Look, I'm, he's an exciting, shiny object. He is the embodiment of contact scouting. But if you're going to invest that sort of money in a loan, just say it's 25, 30 million, couldn't you just find some extra money and sign someone that's going to be there all the time? I mean, there is there is, there is a chance that this could, this could work out really well. He's very similar to Tierney. Last season... He made 14 appearances for Barcelona. But the season before that, you know, he was he was dropping over 3,000 minutes. So it's not like he hasn't had fitness in his game before. The worry is that you 
you don't pay it like a chronic knee problem is a chronic knee problem you yeah. don't you don't unchronic yeah. your knee yeah it's not going away is it i don't think so and you look at you know i was looking around at some statistics of of, of lewis dunk um he somebody was questioning you know whether he could play the ball out from the back he averages 40 passes a game for a team that nearly got relegated and his pass completion rate is 82% which is phenomenal because i i cross referenced that against virgil uh, Van Dijk when he was at Celtic and he was at 81% uh, and then he moved to Southampton and then he started fluctuating between 84 and 86% but it does go to show you that like, we're looking at MTT because he won the World Cup and he's got cool hair and he's got like Barcelona kits all you know all over his profile if Lewis if Lewis Dunk was Lewis Van Dunk and we were signing him in from Ajax, we'd be a, a lot more excited about him. You know, he's a he's a leader. He's great in the air. He's strong. He's tough. He's got you know his his leadership qualities go beyond borrowing. You know, being being given these brothers spare key or whatever that story was about Jacker. <laughs> Jacker is captain, but but you know what I mean. Like I feel like are there you, must are be you other Lewis options. Van Dunk's agent. Like, I am. Sure sounds yeah. like it, right? You should. Are you trying to get a sweet ten million from Raúl right now? If I was marketing him, I would. <laughs> I would get him a get him a new haircut. Uh, get him a, a, a fresh sleeve from a very fancy Shoreditch tattoo artist, <laughs> um, and I'd change his name to Lewis. Yeah, it's Van all about Dunk. the image. Van Dunk is a yeah. winner, man. That's that's uh, sweet. Um, you know, Canate. Um, I don't know how you say Upper Meccano. What's his name? I can't I'm, say that. I won't venture the, a guess. The Leipzig guy, like that's where I would see value, like like sticking 40, 50, 60 million into a player you know is broken just just really panics me. Especially because like it, it's so important to have someone of Titi's level in that defense with a manager with no pedigree for sorting defenses out. You almost need to bring someone in who's part manager, part defender so they can be like, "Right, okay, guys, I know what I, I think I know what Emery said, but here's how I'm going to interpret it and <laughs> yeah. add my layer of the reality of what yeah. we're going to do today into into the mix. So, yeah, I mean, two big risks there, but ultimately, a risk is better than rolling with Mustafi and Nacho all season, right? That's the biggest risk of all, wouldn't you say? Rolling with Mustafi again? Oh, man. Yeah, I, I I just can't believe the the. You know we can't get rid of these like players. Syphilis, like, man, like, you just can't shake them. I mean, you, you that 2016 summer was one of the most offensive things. If if, if that 2016 summer was a football game, you'd have the police investigating it because it it, <laughs> it looked dodgy, wouldn't you? Asano, El Neni, Mustafi, Lucas Perez, and Jacker, hundred million. A <laughs> hundred million. Like, that's the amazing part. Is it looked like another one of those where where Wenger would root around the bargain bin and find something special, but like they they were all big money in the end. Not big money, but on aggregate, when you combine all those fees together, it's like wow, we spent a whole lot of money for very little return there. L- Lucas Perez was such a bad signing that it almost looked like Wenger was just like, just fuck it, just spend the money. <laughs> Are these, these fucking Arsenal fans getting on my case? Just spend the money and just get somebody in. I actually like Lucas Perez. He's he scored a couple of good goals, but yeah, yeah, he yeah. didn't didn't seem to like playing football when he went to West Ham. <laughs> 
Okay, so let's um, let's let's round this up because we're at forty minutes, um, and I am getting uh, you know my hamstring is feeling a little bit tight right now. Uh-oh. I need to get into the cryogenic chamber <laughs> um, to to finish off editing this. Like, how are we feeling about the season? What do we think? Well, I think uh, it's it's certainly something what we're doing. It seems kind of insane that we've got great offensive output and all we've seemed to add is more offensive output and anyone would have told you coming into the close season that we're dead on arrival if we don't get a center back in in addition to probably a a right and left back but it's uh in a weird perverse way I'm like I'm kind of into it kind of in the in the way that I'm into being a, a sketchy club now you know let's let's try it out you know if we if we're gonna score 90 a season and and concede 70 that's okay man like let's give it a shot like i I mean i don't know what else to do at this point it doesn't seem like much else besides perhaps tyranny is going to get done or a dodgy deal for mtt like comes through tonight who knows but i don't know it just it seems like we're getting down to the wire we've spent all the major money so uh, it looks like this might be it and if it goes bad what's the safe word (laughs) freddy freddy right yeah, I'm, I'm I'm with you. I think once the I think once the reality bites we've we've not done enough, I don't think. Um and at the at the heart of it, I think there's a very average manager that still struggles to communicate his ideas to the team. I don't think the I don't think the football looks like it's moved on. I don't think there's anything that I'm looking at that feels like we're going to progress, but better players get better results. We, so, well, I do think we'll progress creatively. I, last season, we had wonderful offense finishing chances, but like we, we really struggled to create, right? But now that we've got Pepe to come in, who's, a, I think, a terrific creative force, we'll probably stick him on right wing, I would assume. And then you've got, you know, uh, Aubameyang and Lacazette have obviously their, their great sort of partnership um, when they're on and... You've got um, maybe Ozil chips in, but more importantly, we've got Ceballos now, so we've got uh, great technique back into the midfield. Maybe, maybe we start to create a lot more. Like maybe we can score four a game. Let's see. Let's be overly optimistic, Pete. Let's, let's be optimistic. Let's, yeah, let's <laughs> see if we can. I mean, like uh, at the very, at the very least, all you can say is that Raúl put in a lot of effort. This summer, oh yeah, man. This it, is this is the summer of Raúl. Yeah, he put he put in a lot of effort. Give the man a statue. If, if it goes badly this season, they're not going to renew Emery. If it goes well, we've created a good platform for an Arsenal that everybody wants to get behind. So, and fuck it, we're going to look great. <laughs> all three kids, our kids look so good. Man. Absolutely, I think elite. that's why all these guys came through. Right? Yeah, a, a Raúl, B Adidas, big up yeah. Adidas. Great and be- job. And before we go, I, 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 I was thinking about this earlier, do you think Raul and Vinay, when they were speaking to Adidas, said, like, do you think Adidas sought assurances? Because on the face of it, like, I've, mm. I've heard from people that are working with uh, the company that they're fucking over the moon about working with Arsenal. They really, really wanted that deal. But on the face of it, like, what are you, what are you sponsoring? Because you're, like, you're sponsoring a big club that's in a fucking mess. The fans boo. Like you've got TV channels eviscerating everybody left, right, and center. 
doesn't look like the most stable opportunity for selling shirts. Not you know? the most, but at the same time, you know, they, they have that Arsenal heritage. They put out like that, a great advert. You saw that one when they, when they kind of announced the kit with uh, Ian Wright and all them. And it, it was, it was uh, cool. I think they've got like that, that kind of retro swagger. So they still have, they've got like a, a, a good vibe going on. Whether or not the product on the field is good or not, that's a risk for them. I'm sure they did seek some assurances, but the product, you know, that we're going to wear every week is amazing. So I think they'll, I think they're well up for it. I and think the last time we changed to a good kit supplier was Nike. I think it was 95 that we switched over. Then we signed Dennis Burkamp. Then we signed David Platt. Yes. And then a year later, Arsene Wenger came. So maybe mm, we are following the yeah, same the, pattern the in best a year. Of all, let's see what Raúl can yeah, do there. Yeah, let's yeah. see what happens when he gets uh, when he gets the the sole choice of I think the next he's, manager. He's got it too, man. Because if it doesn't work out for Raúl, I'll tell you what, that guy's going to disappear. Fat. He's going to be with Dick Law hiding out in South America somewhere, man. Because yeah, he, he, like, well, he has to get it right. He basically, mortgage the club against the future with all these players he signed on on fifty installment deals. So. Yeah. When those loans get called in, man. Woo. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And, uh, yeah, going to be trouble. Okay, all right. Well, we'll, ca- we'll be back after the Newcastle game. We're going to try and make the Arsenal opinion a bit more regular this season. Uh, got to speak to my boss tomorrow about, you know, easing up on the workload because it's unacceptable if I miss podcasting. So thank you for listening. Thank you for joining, Dan. Yes, thanks for having me. Uh, where can we follow you on Twitter? Uh, topical understo- underscore storm. Topical storm. Topical storm. Terrible pun, but you know, you got to stick with your bad choices in life, so I'm, I'm never changing it. Awesome. Well, make sure you follow him. Make sure you go onto all of the sites and give us a five star for the rankings, and we will see you next week after a resounding win against the mighty Newcastle United. Speak to you soon. Peace. the world's biggest sporting events, exclusive originals, and the latest movies. This February, we've got Super Bowl 56 and the 2022 Winter Olympics. Peacock Original Bel Air from executive producer Will Smith and Westbrook Studios. Damn! Plus tons of new movies every week, including Marry Me, starring Jennifer Lopez and Owen Wilson, in theaters and streaming only on Peacock Valentine's Day. With all this and so much more to love, sign up now at PeacockTV.com. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.